You're listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. Each week, we take a single episode of a science fiction TV series or movie and overanalyze it to within an inch of its life. Welcome to the discussion. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fusion Patrol. I'm Eugene. And I'm John. And tonight we're going to be looking at two more episodes of Ultra Q. Tonight we'll be looking at episodes 8 and 9, Terror of Sweet Honey and the Spider Baron. But we are going to start with Terror of Sweet Honey. It is a dark and stormy night when an old man is awakened by the sound of someone breaking into a nearby greenhouse. He sees a figure in the dark smashing up things. Ten days later, Jun is teaching Ipe how to fly a plane, which I suppose is a good thing since Ipe has been a pilot at Jun's air service for some time now. Below them, they see a train derailed when it hits a strange pile of dirt on the tracks. Let's not make a mountain out of a molehill just yet, though. Soon, Professor Ikitani, along with Jun, Yukiko, and Ipe, are visiting a research facility working on a new super royal jelly called Honey Jellyon, which can make things giant. Head scientist Kimura is worried about the greenhouse break-in. Something ate the Honey Jellyon. Soon, a giant mole turns up. Yuriko investigates the greenhouse and discovers that it would not be possible for a mole to get in, save for the fact that someone deliberately broke the glass from the inside. Kimura's research colleague, Itami, is outed as the saboteur. He runs off with plans to destroy the mole by blowing it up in its burrow. He reveals to, to Kimura that it was jealousy over Kimura's academic success that drove him to it, but it seems there is a bit more. Blowing up the mole, or at least the burrow where it and Itami stands, isn't enough to kill Itami, who manages to stumble out and reveal it was jealousy of Kimura's upcoming marriage to Aiko, whom he also loves. That really drove him to the crime. Then he dies. The mole, also still alive, emerges and the army attack it. Terrified, it burrows deep underground where... Just as Professor Ikenotani planned, it strikes a volcanic layer and dies, bringing forth a new volcano in its wake. The end. Okay. Uh, all right. Mountain <laughs> out terror. of a molehill, huh? Hmm. Okay. Mountain out of a I guess I, might as well get that one over with real early. Gotta, gotta yep. definitely get mm-hmm. that one out of there. Uh, I played with trying to put that in there in different places, and I just, you know, that was the best I could come up with. I'm saying it wasn't the greatest, but I, I did have to put did it Did you in somehow there. work in, hmm, you know, a doctor should have a look at that mole? I, I honestly am going to say that I thought of that about five minutes ago, long after I'd written the thing up. And I thought, oh, I got to, during conversation, I said, whoa, giant mole, you should have, you should have that looked at. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all of the conversation out of the way right now. On, exactly. On this. Yes. <laughs> um, what do you think? Uh, well, you know, as as kaiju go, a giant mole is different. Uh, or, you know, as terrifying as one could think. I mean, <laughs> it's a giant mole. It's you know, fifty meters long, weighs twenty thousand tons, burrows like crazy, that... has glowing eyes. No yeah. reason there, but has glowing eyes. Um, it's an interesting idea. It's it's one you don't see very often. 
I uh, can't True. say that of all the giant creatures we've ever seen in any movie or anything, I don't think a mole has ever been monsterized before. No, so, but they probably should be because you imagine a an evil supervillain with an army of, of giant weaponized moles. He just burrow all over the place. Put little lasers on their head. Well, you wouldn't even need to. You know, burrow under Fort Knox, falls yeah. into a giant pit, haul it off. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Why didn't Bond yeah. go against something like this? Jeez. I tell you, I, I think if if uh, you know they really thought about it, they would have they would have done that. But I think Daniel Craig has ruined that. They've gone too they've gone too boring now. Yeah. So they're not going to jump the mole. They're not huh? going to bring in. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to do the moles. Roger Moore could have done it. He had that big. I mole think so. Face, so he, yeah, he definitely could have done the giant mole, and he could have you know scratched the one on his face at the same time doing exactly. that little Roger Mole motion and and uh, and made some sort of a quip, probably like you should get that checked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right after he blows it up with an atomic weapon. Yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, so welcome well, to our new podcast bond and more <laughs> <laughs> no um the, i don't know the uh the uh what is the royal jellyon yeah uh the honey jellyon the name of the uh honey, honey jellyon yeah, that makes honey sense jellion. okay honey jellyon yeah well i guess it's fortunate that a mole ate it not something bigger and scarier well okay like the mole is pretty scary but yeah exactly a giant ipe hmm <laughs> I I would almost pay to see that that episode. <laughs> oh, that's I think episode twenty one. So I think we're no. <laughs> so I, I am gonna. We might as well since we're on the topic of stupid things Ipe does. Um, who who in their right mind, terrified as he was of the giant bee that they had there was dead. Right. And it was a fix. But he saw that. And they explain it's it's not a mutant. It's from eating this new honey jellyon product. Who Ipe, they hand the jar to Ipe, you know, it's <laughs> and while they turn their backs, he opens it up and he starts to eat it. <laughs> it's like yeah. who would do that? I don't think you've put two and two together in that one. Uh yeah, it's like we're here in a science lab. No, no. Yeah, that is the place where you would definitely want to pick up things and eat them or lick yeah. them or anything like that, you know? It's, oh, I tell wow. you, the one place in a science lab it's okay to lick things in a paleontology lab because that's oh, yes. how you tell if it's a fossil. Yeah, if you're an archaeologist, but, you stick something in your tongue, and if it sticks to it, then it's a bone. Right, yeah. right. So, mm-hmm. but apart from that, um, and yeah, you no. may contract cholera or something else, but hey, who knows? Yeah, yeah, you want to be careful where you pick up the bone, but yeah, it's, right. I mean, anyway. Like, mm-hmm. So, I, you know what I I thought in this episode it was uh, there's some promise in it mm-hmm. because this story is actually kind of about the jealousy angle. So, in other words, they're kind of going for the human story here and the monster is kind of incidental but the mix is just not it it, it's too short it's too you know bam 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 here are the pieces and by the way it's it's jealousy and and it doesn't gel (laughs) (laughs) the opening scene with uh with the train wreck i Mm. think that probably could have been uh used better 
you know, use that time that they spent there with the first bit of the story and then in that mm-hmm. couple minutes expand upon the jealousy thing as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been better. <laughs> because and there really wasn't any mention of the train wreck after that. No. It just no, oh it's look like... there's a train wreck. We we'll call it in. Next scene, yeah. you know, couple are walking around and they get a, a, a guy runs up and says, Hey, the people from Tokyo are here. That was it. You know? Yeah. No indication that they're there because of the train wreck. Exactly. You know, it, it ah. was, and the train wreck I'm going to say was not very good. Um, no. as their special effects go, that train was obviously just a toy train set. Um, and they showed every clip that they shot twice. <laughs> yes. I noticed that. Up to and including them approaching the tunnel yep. <laughs> twice mm-hmm. and approaching the pile of dirt that would crush the train. Right. Which it's like, wait, you that's that's a pile of dirt on the far side of the tunnel. Right. And why are you seeing it again? Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. So I think that was poorly, very poorly done for that piece. And I can't for the life of me figure out what June and Ipe were doing in that playing because it seemed the world to me like he was giving him flying lessons well, he was he was telling well, him you know turn left and dive circle things like Ipe that is supposed to be a pilot we've seen Ipe fly the plane before for him yeah i don't really know why he was doing it maybe because Ipe sucks i mean uh, it could be it nose maybe, up uh, nose up okay I'll put my yeah. nose up. well he's he says you know uh, what uh uh go down and and or emotions to down, and Ippy starts looking at the instrument panel. Or his feet or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Not the eyes, the airplane. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you yeah. say, at that one point, he goes, nose up. Nose exactly, up. yeah. And Ippe puts his nose up. He's like, really? Yeah. I don't know how to fly a plane, and I could figure out what you're talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> Not, uh, so that, all that was weird. They could have used that to build up the story, or... They could have done something more with the opening sequence of the dark and stormy night, which I got to say looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's creepy, it's dark, it's atmospheric, it... it yeah, but uh, all it did was was uh, provide something later on that would hang the blame on the guy who did it. Yeah, and the really, damage that he did, I mean, he, he breaks in, he breaks the lock... Mm-hmm. Which is or a bicycle appears, lock, I believe. Yeah, he, <laughs> he appeared to break the lock. He gets in. He smashes all the stuff up, stomping on things all over the place. But later, they're talking about it as if the only thing that they think happened was that some animal got in. And you're kind of wondering, you didn't notice that, A, the glass was smashed from the inside out. B, that the lock was shattered see that somebody turned over the tables and was stomping all this stuff all right, over the place exactly all that doesn't fit it's as if they filmed it later <laughs> here put and, this in there quick yeah, yeah. and it, it i had there was a, a lot of i thought a lot of promise in the episode starting with that i thought this is this is not you know kind of goofball like some of the other ones are right this one's looking like there's going to be something going mm-hmm and I didn't dislike it, but it was it was not. It yeah, and then they gel quite right. Right, and and then they showed the bit with the train, which we've seen in other episodes where it's just a throwaway segment. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why did yeah. they shoot that? Okay, yeah. whatever. 
special they effects a, team. I, I guess. Basis, you know? <laughs> I guess. You know, they could have had more shots of the mole. <laughs> we gotta uh, we gotta use our special equipment or something that we've got. Yeah. It, well, it, it, yeah, didn't do very much of it though. And I think my biggest complaint about the mole, if anything, and this is my complaint about any four-legged kaiju <laughs> from from uh, uh, Tsuburaya. Yeah. Uh, Toho Studios, any of those is, guys. Is their knees. Mm. It's so obviously guy crawling on his knees. Yeah. Yep. It's like, I know that it's a guy in a suit, and I know that you can't have the guy have surgery to change the way his knees work. Ooh, <laughs> but if they could... Oh, you know, somebody would do it for the team. Somebody would do that. Yes, I, I think, think they would. <laughs> but that they should avoid showing their back legs like the plague, which I think they could have done with a giant mole. Yeah, actually, they could have. Would have been easy. So, and it just, eh. yeah. So it wasn't fake fun. back legs run by sticks or something like that. Yeah, any anything, something that they could have done. But now wasn't uh it, it was kind of interesting to see um it was kind of interesting to see yurko actually do a little investigative work oh yeah yeah she was dead on discovering the cement floor and all the other stuff on there yeah how many greenhouses have cement floors that ha- are on, have six inches of dirt on top of them is that a you know, common thing i would think so just to keep pests out like moles <laughs> uh and providing no i don't mean I mean the cement, but I mean the, yeah, the dirt on top of the cement. Um, I don't know. I've really only been in like one or two actual greenhouses and I really didn't, uh, in, let's see if I remember right. It has been years. If they had dirt floors, would we even know if they had cement underneath them? Right. I didn't go digging. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I remember the dirt was a different color than what was outside. So it's conceivable. Conceivable. Well, we spill a little bit here, it would be fine. Of course, if it's cement, it's not going to seep through, so it's going to eventually turn into a swamp. But, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd want to build your pad with proper drainage, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that, that, that honey jelly on is actually real, because that's how you get murder wasps. <laughs> well, if they're as big as that you know, bee. Those giant wasps they have in... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Orange Whoa. wasp. Sure thing. No. No. No, we we would we would go on a proper extermination hunt for those. I think. Well, I, I, I mankind has. I think. I th- <laughs> well, they, they kind of exist. So yeah. Well, not as big as that bee. That bee was. Oh no, not that one. Six, no, that was like six, eight, eight inches, inches long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that's we the had... case, yes, it's now open season, and uh, we'll give you a bounty in each one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, Hundred yen for yeah, each one you bring in. Or more. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably more, because the sting would definitely kill you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see. What else have we got here on this particular episode? Professor Ikatami is in it. Uh, not for much. Yeah, just a little bit. Just kind of showed up. Uh, yeah. Kind of not tell anybody that his plan is to get the thing to mole into a volcanic layer. They do <laughs> foreshadow it. Uh, you know, I think he was, he was hoping for that. Yeah, I think that... I don't think he was... Yes, I think that was his his kind of half plan. Because earlier in the episode, he mm-hmm. asked, this is a part of the Fuji volcanic area, right? Yeah. Which is just a weird question to ask out of the blue, unless mm-hmm. you're, you know, thinking about it. Then he, and, and he asked that right after they tell him that moles, if they're scared, will dig deep. 
Right. So I think it's not unreasonable to believe that his plan was that the military attack it and it would dig deep and yeah. never come back. And if he's lucky, it'll hit the volcanic layer. And yeah, that's, it's an extra bonus there. <laughs> yeah. Ha- having a new volcano formed. Uh, <laughs> will really piss the farmers off. Yeah. Because, you know, they were already pretty upset about the giant mole. Are moles carnivores? No, moles are insectivores, aren't they? Yeah, insectivores. So they yep. might have been eating their cattle because they said their cattle were being eaten. Yeah, you know, eaten, trampled, who knows? Could be. You, you know, know what? what that size, I guess a cow would look like a big bug. Yeah, yeah. could be. I mean, they probably don't care. They, they probably aren't. It isn't bugs that they care about. It's just something that moves that they can eat. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I can chew this. It's fine. Exactly. Uh, You know what this reminded me of a little bit? What? Several of the scenes during the course of this film, or this this episode, reminded me of the Black Scorpion. (laughs) Uh, Same, yeah, same kind of theme, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, but there's like the village that's all trampled, and you get the scenes of the people walking through the wrecked village. You've got them going kind of into the the creature's den. Mm Mm-hmm. It, underground <clears throat> the it just i don't know it just granted they weren't lowered the, by by crane but hey right but it was it was just something about it those those particular areas i'm just like yeah this just for some reason reminds me of the black scorpion and hmm. uh uh it was strongest when they were walking through the wrecked village and i'm like oh this just, just kind of has that feel of the little mexican village that was destroyed by the uh by the creatures but um yeah I, I don't know. I mean, it certainly, I think, is probably better than the last two that we watched. I mean, Grow Turtle is going to be hard to hard to beat as bad. Yeah. Worst. I mean, I, I hope they don't weird. try. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And try. I hope they... Plenty but left. I, I feel like this was more on target with what their original sort of... Here's World what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah kind of approach than than some of the other ones that we've seen so that's really all i've got on this particular episode i will look through my notes here um let's see the tummy the bad guy was clearly the bad guy first time you saw him oh uh, yeah because yeah echo was weird looking <laughs> why yeah. did the gardener not say anything for 10 days we yes, saw the guy break a... in and stuff and yeah why? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. I, there is one thing I should absolutely mention on this. Mm-hmm. Kimura, the actor who played Kimura, is Ultraman. Um, That's Hayata. Really? From, yeah. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Oh, Just okay. like Yuriko is Fuji from Ultraman. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kimura is, is Hayata. Huh. So cool. the original Ultraman. So this oh. must be where they met him. Although uh, yeah. he's he was in several Toho films as well. So I suspect he was just a, a jobbing... Uh, uh, kaiju actor, <laughs> the part, but yeah, should hey, you know, he's got good looks. He can deliver his lines. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> he didn't get much to do in this, but yeah, N- no, not really. Nobody did really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you know, not not button, but I mean, just the way the story was broken up, no one person particularly had a lot of anything going. There, there were. Sorry, you were, you were, you were. Checking to see if there was anything you had left? No, that was it. That was it. All right. Well, then I guess we should turn our attention to the Spider Baron, which is episode nine. And it goes something like this. It is a dark, 
foggy night, and a report comes to a lighthouse keeper that there's something odd about their light. He goes to investigate and is attacked by a giant spider. Jun Ipe Yuriko and their three friends, Hayama, Kyoko, and Takahara, are returning from a party somewhere along the coast. They get lost in the dark fog. While scouting the area, Ipe and Takahara fall into a bottomless swamp. Unable to swim or reach the ground just inches away from them, they begin to sink to their deaths. <laughs> they are rescued by the others in the nick of time, but they are in a bad way on a cold, cold night, especially Takahara. They spot a light and a mansion nearby and go for help. The mansion is abandoned and overrun with spider webs. While they try to help Takahara and Ipe, they investigate the mansion, all the while being watched by giant spiders, unbeknownst to them. Jun tells a ghostly story about the Spider Baron, a crazy man who collected spiders from all over the world in his home, including even a venomous tarantula from Europe. On her wedding day, his daughter was bitten by the spider and went into a fit, running out and sinking in the bottomless swamp. She returned as a giant spider, and she and the Spider Baron lived together in the house. Thanks, Jun, says everyone, for that heartwarming and not at all terrifying story in this cold, spooky, abandoned mansion. We appreciate your efforts to cheer us up. Not. <laughs> Jun, lying down in a bed upstairs, spots the giant spider overhead and runs downstairs in terror. Hayama, downstairs in the wine cellar, does not see the other giant spider watching him. He finds an ocarina and pockets it while taking a bunch of wine for his friends upstairs. Might as well have a party. He gives the ocarina to Ipe, who starts playing it, and he gives the wine to Takehara, who is now feverish, and drops the wine. He hears Jun's story, and he says, Well, if you see a spider, just leave it alone, and it'll leave you alone. Hayama returns for more wine. This time, the spider doesn't leave him alone, and attacks. The girls get mad at Ipe for playing the creepy tune on the ocarina. But when he stops at their insistence, the ocarina continues to play. He throws it in the fire. They hear Hayama's screams, and all but Kyoko and Takahara go to help. Kyoko goes to the kitchens downstairs to get water. In the wine cellar, Hayama is surprisingly alive, and they get him <laughs> upstairs. When they get there, they find a giant spider attacking Takahara. Jun and Ipe fight it off, with Jun killing it with some fancy knife work. In the kitchens, Kyoko is attacked by a spider. She gets away, covered in webs, and gets upstairs. Everyone runs out of the house and back to the cars with a spider on their tail. Hayama's car gets away, but Jun's, a convertible, won't start. Typical. As the spider crawls on the hood, the car revs to life, and Jun backs up, throwing off the spider, and then runs it over, mortally wounding it. As the spider dies, the mansion catches fire, falls over, and sinks in the swamp. <laughs> Somewhat like a castle we might know of. Yes. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Could be. Okay. I I'm just going to go out there and say that. Best episode yet <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, the least Japanese-ish one uh, okay, of all yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll go along Except with maybe that. the Ocarina. The, the, uh, the Ocarina seemed to be kind of at least in their video games popular like the zelda series i i've seen them in several 
I, I had to look it up. I didn't know what that was, to be fair. I knew oh, it was some o- sort of weird thing, but I didn't know that's what an ocarina looked like. But I wish I knew out, what the writing said on it, though. There was an inscription in Japanese on it. I, I, no clue. He who plays this will be eaten by spiders. Yeah, I, I know. know. Play to summon spider. You know, maybe that's what it said. <laughs> yeah. like, this is the sting the dance of the spider. Exactly. <laughs> don't know i mean this is a straight up ghost story isn't it yeah yeah definitely and except the ghosts are really big spiders and real well are they because what does what does hayama see going down into the wine cellar before he sees the spider a wedding dress oh yeah okay the tail of a wedding dress dragging into the yes dragging into the room yeah it's it's definitely a ghost story Mm. those those spiders are the ghosts of, of yeah, the, the daughter and Baron the spider the baron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and here's where I'll give it, I'll give it full marks. Okay, I think it's beautifully executed. It looks fantastic. It is moody. It is mm-hmm. you know dark, high contrast, and genuinely, even though they are two giant Gilligan's Island spiders, they are. <laughs> Yeah, don't diss the spiders. They look nice. I like their, like their the way their mandibles moved. Yeah, but <laughs> they I got some real jumps out of it. Oh, okay. You know there there were a couple. You know you knew they were coming because of the way they shot. You know they tied in on somebody or something, and you knew a right. spider was coming. But nonetheless, uh, they Boom. got uh, they got a couple on me that they were just like that. This, this is. This is good. This is all of the, like the good part of the last episode where I was talking about the, the dark bit in the greenhouse yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. This whole episode has got that. Kind of had that that dark shadows feel to it. I would say more like thriller. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, was, there's more suspense. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and yeah, the house looks great. I mean. Never do these haunted houses make any sense because who would leave them furnished? But but right. but you know, right. But apart from that, yeah, no, I I I thought it was thought it was really good. I mean, if I wish if I were gonna currently if I were gonna say watch an episode of Ultra Q, this would be the one. Mm. So okay. far, I I think just because I think it would appeal to a broader audience and that it was pretty well executed across the board but i take it you don't think it's the best we've seen or well all right if you're looking for something with suspense in it i'd say yeah it's great but if you're looking for you know japanese twilight zone-ish thing um it's a little bit too much suspense or you know too too suspense ridden i guess not as much uh, japanese as one would think well, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I mean, they, they're certainly going for, I would guess, a Western-style ghost story. Yeah, I mean, the house. It's a European oh, yeah. manner. It's completely <laughs> a European manner. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's like, ooh, that's not out of place. Okay, fine, <laughs> whatever. Maybe eccentric rich guy. Sure, why not? You could almost for a moment think, you could almost think that that was stock footage that they borrowed from somewhere else. Yeah, except I don't think it was. But no, I no, I'm sure it wasn't because yeah. the crumbling and the destruction looked very much reminiscent of um, uh, the giant flower. Yes, episode. Yeah. 
it, it's definitely this it works yeah. in the same team. But when you see that shot in the swamp, you're going, well, that could be right out of an episode of Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, man, I suppose so. Yeah. You know, there's, there's been more than a yeah, few as, as, uh, mansions in there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely this one was shot well. I will definitely agree with that one. Yep. But also, like the previous episode, the bit with the lighthouse in the beginning, was that really necessary? I mean, they could have had a little bit more suspense and drama or maybe another spider attack in the time that they uh, allotted for that. Because the only reference you saw from the guys in the house is that they saw a lighthouse in the distance. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, it is strange. And, of course, did did that spider kill that guy? Because the spider didn't kill anybody else right. in this story. We didn't, we didn't see anybody, you know, badly affected by anything except from the obvious dank, deadly dengue fever swamp that you get instantly when you fall in water. Yeah, exactly. In yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe he had a, a, a cold that he was fighting off and this just pushed over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I I hate that trope. I mean, oh, maybe I got it's wet. I've got pneumonia now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In thirty seconds, here's a draft. That's the problem. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, maybe, maybe. I'm I'm not gonna. You know, I've lived my entire life in in a climate that that's not that big of a problem. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I you know I wouldn't in dead of winter wouldn't want to fall in the water i would be miserable there's oh, yeah. absolutely no be. doubt about that <laughs> and maybe the next day i might have the sniffles or something <laughs> but you know that's not really you know that that kind of falls into the whole myth that you get a cold from being cold yeah exactly yeah you know which that's just not you're not gonna get that that way <laughs> but exactly. the takara really went down fast Yep. Unless it's because this is the same swamp that the girl fell in, and so he's hmm. ill, so that they're forced to seek refuge in the haunted ghost mansion. Ooh, could be. Could be. Yes, luring, uh, which would explain why the bridge was sinking on the way out, that it that it is yeah. sort of a trap. Well, then that would kind of render the whole ocarina playing as moot because we saw the spiders attack in the lighthouse and i didn't yeah. see any ocarinas there nope so nope. I, yeah I have, yeah i have no idea i mean the ocarina oh, just provided maybe, creepy maybe the the inscription on it was like you know uh some sort of a, a wedding gift or something like could that. be maybe that's what it was my mm. my thought was that the mm. ocarina must have some sentimental value to one of the two spiders Right, yeah. Maybe it's a, a, when a they favorite were human, toy or something obviously. like that. Or to, my, <laughs> to my beloved daughter, play this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, play this on your wedding night. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know it's not a spider, but yeah. Yeah, um, but it turns out it's got one inside of it. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ouch. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, let's see. This is a... a it's nice to see that Jun, Ipe, and Yuriko have friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of a, you know, proves that they're just happening kind of, happening kind of people. I'd swear I know the girl playing Kyoko from somewhere, but it's uh, really hard to track that stuff down. True, true. Pretty cute, though. Yes. Yes, and darn, she just absolutely looks 
familiar, but you know, she could have <laughs> been she could have been one of the villains in Ultraman or Ultra Seven. Hmm. You know, it would have only been a year or two difference and work just like we saw Hayata in the last one. They probably have a staple of actors that they like to go back to and or a stable of actors that they like to go back to. Mm-hmm. And so that could be why she's triggering that. It's like I'm I'm sure I've seen and heard her before, but I could not I could not figure out where. So and you know how it goes if you tr- even if you can track down the cast list and you can click on the link it's just going to take you to more shows in japanese <laughs> 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 that are hard to hard to dig through especially if they're uh, you know not obviously englishized romanji titles but uh, let's see akio akikyo kyoko oh her first Waka- name wow wakabayashi <laughs> That's her name. Doesn't ring any bells. No, oh, she's but... in You Only Live Twice. Maybe that's why you remember her. Could she have been the... What's uh... her character? Uh, is that she the Ami girl? Um, Hold on here. Working on it. <laughs> that is who she looks like. No, no, no. Please don't say Kissy Suzuki. <laughs> Aki. Her name is Aki in You Only Live Twice. Aki. Yes, she's the girl that got killed with the poison yeah the one that uh oh is that the one where bond had to be a japanese guy yeah yeah okay all right yeah so that's why she's familiar well that is why she's familiar then i knew she looked darn familiar <laughs> yep oh kind of cool yeah so they actually hired a real japanese actress i know now, i know she was i know she was a real japanese person but they apparently hired a real Japanese actress in Japan mm-hmm. as opposed to hiring one in Britain. Yeah. If that makes, you know, that's what I meant. By yeah. That. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. She, I didn't think she was doing a Sean Connery with the fake eyes and the yellow paint job. Right. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> oh, let's see. What else have we got here? Um, much as I liked it, I'm not going to say there's a whole lot to it. It's a it's a pretty standard ghost story. And, I know uh, it was it's short, really short, but you know that's the mo- uh, the 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 uh, mo of the episodes. Well, but you know, it's the I get maybe that's worth mentioning. Then the other episodes do not feel like they have achieved the right balance of story to length. Yes, this one was exactly spot on. It had an actual ending to it. That's unusual. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it didn't have, apart from the lighthouse, nothing was really superfluous. It True. was. Uh, uh, yeah, everything was, everything that um, June re- recounted in his, his memory of the, uh, the spider baron pretty much was seen. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was about the right length. It was about the right tension. I would, I would definitely. I hope that they maintain this level. You know, I hope they're catching their, their groove. Yeah. On, on the on the show, we don't have to have a giant monster. I hope that the people at at uh, TBS weren't looking at this, going, uh, "Yeah, nice, nice, AG, but uh, giant monsters." <laughs> <laughs> We're paying you for giant monsters. There's a giant spider. It's like not big enough. 
Nah. <laughs> yeah, that Oxbury thing you had us buy is not cheap. No, it's not. No. It pay for it, that in ratings. It makes big things. Did you use it for this? No, you did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh, uh, we'll take this one, but I don't want to see any more of that. Big, 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 big. moles. <laughs> yeah, giant moles. That's what we want more of. And penguins. Giant penguins. <laughs> oh, please. Well, not Pegula was a giant penguin, so okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And no more turtles. You have plenty of those. <laughs> you give us one more Do turtle we... story, and that's it. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. We'll never sell it to the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we take bets on what other giant animals will be in the Ooh, show? Ooh, boy, man. I haven't looked ahead, but I've been thinking, what, what would be very Japanese? <laughs> giant carp? <laughs> Yes, there we go. Big, big fishy. Um, we've already done the monkeys. We've Giant already done tanuki? the <laughs> turtles, the penguins. The penguins aren't even very Japanese. Giant tanuki, the uh, the red pandas. Hmm, that would be interesting. That would be very Japanese. I don't know how they could get that past the censors, but hey. Yeah, well, we'll have to, we'll have to see. We can only we'll hope. Just, I guess we'll just have to go be surprised. And we haven't uh, seen any giant people yet. Not yet. Ipe's, Ipe's <laughs> foreshadowing it, though. He's eyeing that royal jelly. I mean, uh, honey jelly on. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. Hmm. I'll 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 give him this. It was it was still pretty obvious, but it wasn't the worst job I've ever seen of foreshadowing the knife. Oh yeah, it was introduced well, I think, and kind of got the idea that that Hayama guy is kind of an ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he found that knife, and he's like, oh, "I'm going to play a practical joke with it." But we, I, I knew it when he picked it up. I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's Chekhov's knife." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't the worst. You know, it wasn't one of those like Jim Rockford says, "Hey." Uh, Grab that piece of paper out of my glove box. Hey, there's a gun in here. Why do you have a gun in here? <laughs> because I'm a private detective. Put it back. Put it back. We'll need that in Act 3. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's for when people ask too many questions. <laughs> but it was... But, but you know, hey, good for June. He can throw a knife pretty well. Well, he threw that pencil at the uh, the gangster... Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. That yeah, is, he just that is whack. totally a. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm not impressed now. A knife was made to throw, <laughs> not a pen. So, yeah. He ruined that for me. I was thinking that was something good, but I'd, I'd forgotten the pen trick. Yep. Doggone. Remember, he's a hero, so he's a dead shot with anything he throws. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, maybe we it's should uh, take bets on if we see that in other episodes. <clears throat> what will June see, throw knives, next? Pencil. <laughs> Chopsticks. Oh, yeah. There's definitely yeah. got to be a chopstick one yeah, somewhere. I hope so. Hayashi, right? Hayashi. Hashi. 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 Yeah. My Japanese is just slowly slipping away yeah. in favor of Chinese, I'm afraid. <laughs> Not even slowly, rapidly. Anyway. <laughs> I got nothing else, I don't think. Dude. Nope. That's it. All right. Well, in that case, I guess we can call this a wrap on two more episodes of uh, 
Ultra Q. <laughs> See, I remember the name of the show. Good for you. You're not getting that old. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think if I could pull out uh, from my memory what the names of the next two episodes were, uh, but it turns out uh, no. <laughs> no. I actually know what they are because I have the page up. Perfectly. What are the next two episodes of well, Ultra Q? Well, the next up- episode is The Underground Super Express Goes West, followed by Balunga. 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 Hmm. So will that Balunga. be a giant balloon monster? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked up what the monster is in that one. Well, definitely don't look it up. No, no, I want to be surprised. I do too. Just like our, <laughs> our stalwart listeners, I want to be surprised. Surprised. And speaking of which, uh, first up, John, thank you for joining me. You are very welcome. Don't want I got to because I miss. And uh, and uh, <laughs> listeners, I hope you'll join us all again next time on Fusion Patrol. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Fusion Patrol, a listener-supported podcast. There are over 500 previous episodes available at FusionPatrol.com. Come join the conversation on Twitter, our website, or Facebook. Find out how you can become a supporter at patreon.com slash fusion patrol. Supporters get early access to all regular episodes, bonus episodes, and more. There's even an optional podcast series where we're looking at the classic TV series Babylon 5. Our music is Fight the Future by Amber Wolf. This has been a Lone Locust production. On the next episode of Fusion Patrol, we'll start looking at Season 2 of Star Hunter Redux with the episode Rebirth. Come join the conversation.